If you want to become financially independent, come to my seminar. Let me show you how to make the fortune you have always dreamed about. Ready? Go! What happens if you are named in Nelson Rockefeller's will? You get rich quick. Stand on the line. Let the game begin. Everybody's gonna lose and I'm gonna win. Hello, everybody. It is another episode of Get Rich Quick with Josh and Noel. And as always, we are here to help you achieve your dreams, financially at least. All of our dreams. All of our dreams. Because as we always say here on Radio Free Brooklyn, get rich quick with Josh and Noel. When you get rich, we get rich. That's right. Tithe us 10%. That's right. That's all we ask. That's all we ask. Take all our ideas, cash them in, live high in the hog, give us 10%. Uh, we believe in passive income. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, Noel. Yes. I watched you on the television just a couple of days ago. All right. And I thought you were great. Um, I think the show is great. I came away with three major things. Uh, from okay. Don't blink so much. Don't be so fat and don't that, be so gross. <laughs> neither. You know, I never would have said it, but Deb and I were, were sitting there watching, watching it. And I just kept saying, that fat motherfucker, why is he blinking so much? Yeah. I never would have noticed it if he didn't point it out to me. But these are the three things. Okay. okay? Number one. Number one. And I think you, th- this is a career thing for you. And I think you need your character, I think, should have run for mayor. Okay. Just because it would have probably gotten you more screen time. I, I agree. It's a true story, though. I actually met the guy I was playing's brother. Did you really? Yep. I got a picture with him on my phone. That's nice. Not up on your wall, hanging on your wall? No, it's on my phone. Uh-huh. Um, number two. Okay, two. Peter Riegert's facial hair game. Oh, it's out of control, insane. right? <laughs> <laughs> He's like a rabbinical lion Yeah. in this thing. He's the, like an elderly Lincoln. Yeah, it's amazing. The no mustache but poofed out. I didn't even realize it was him. Until like well into the episode when I was, Deb said, that's Peter Rieger. And I was like, no, it's not. That is it, it. And number three, racism is bad. Okay. Those are the three things I got from I, it. And I think those are probably the, in that order, the top three reasons for that show being made. Okay. So, I'll uh, buy it. But you should all watch it. Um, it is called... It's called Show Me a Hero. And it's on uh, HBO On Demand. Yeah. And HBO Now, if yes. you have HBO Now. And or all HBO on TV, if you have it on... Are they are they replaying it all the time? I don't know. Uh, I haven't seen it Probably replayed not. about. Anyway. Anyway. So we have a, a very exciting show today. Yes, we do. We have a guest today. Yeah! <laughs> yes! Who is our guest, Noel Deneen? Uh, our guest is Lauren Ashley Smith. Hi, Lauren. Hi. Hi. Uh, a good friend of ours. Big fan of Get Rich Quick with Josh big and Noel. Fan. <laughs> big fan. I'm a, just a big fan of Getting Rich Quick uh-huh. in general. As exactly. well you should be. And um, our, our topic today is going to be reality TV because, Lauren, could you explain to us what it is you do in this world to get by? I make my living writing for television. Okay. And mm-hmm. I've written for what the people in the biz call comedy variety or um, like 
commentary shows. So those shows, any of those shows can be like SNL, The Daily Show, whatever. So I wrote on like Best Week Ever on VH1. Okay. And I wrote on a show on Bravo called Fashion Queens that got canceled, but Uh that's okay. But what I do between gigs, so like between long-term TV shows, I write reality TV show reunions. for. So I write like the host copy i don't like write the plot or anything All but right. i write with like the ho- the host jokes or whatever well you know those other shows that you're talking about other than like the daily show and saturday live i i would consider all of that to be reality tv no anything that's not scripted basically i guess yeah but those shows are scripted that's the thing well they come across as not so i'm completely surprised that those shows are scripted it's weird most people are I, I, you know, it, it sounds like they're reading off a cue cards, but I just assume they, because they're almost entirely manned by comedians, I just assume they wrote their own jokes like that was part of the gig. It's very collaborative. Uh-huh. I would say it's not like you, they walk in, they read word for word off the thing and then they leave. It's like, uh-huh. oh, I'll change that. I don't like that. But there's like 20, 30 people, not necessarily all writers, but people like doing research and figuring out angles and running it by networks and executive producers and all that stuff. And then they come in and read the lines okay. and tweak it a little bit. So and we- they also have someone in their ear at all times. Oh, really? Yeah, so they have like a little... Um, uh, telepro- oh, no, no, I don't want an prompter. IB or whatever, yeah. IFB, I can't, I never remember the correct acronym, but so it's weird, like this is like my favorite thing, watching TV is mm-hmm. seeing when people remember, like when they hear the producer in their ear saying something, so it'll be like, you know, they'll be like touching something, or it'll be like making a weird sound, and so they'll be like, oh, I love this blanket, and rubbing against themselves, and you can hear like the microphone rustling, uh-huh. and then all of a sudden they like jerk it away, because you can tell <laughs> someone. <laughs> I was like, stop doing that. <laughs> and I honestly, like, I just watched, like, talk shows just waiting for that moment all the time. All right. So, so like, the shows of whatever, like, House Hunter or whatever. Uh-huh. That's not reality TV? That's, uh, to me, those shows, that is reality. That uh, It's, like, okay. it's sort of on the line. That show, for me, is more, like, it's lifestyle television. But I would say any of those shows that are, it, it's kind of a gray area. So, like, you're... Com- competition shows like the x factor american idol those are kind of reality tv because it's like normal real people but to me reality tv like the mm-hmm. mainstays are like your bachelors your housewives right. your real worlds your that kind of thing so i agree with you on that but and you would certainly know better than i but i feel like in in when you look up under the banner of reality tv they sort of have now because reality tv has become the most prevalent totally entertainment on television at this point they have it divided up in sort of competition reality mm-hmm. because yes. so much of it and granted you know something like the voice isn't as as much but other competition shows like top chef which i can talk about because i actually tried out for that okay you did? Um, yeah i was a chef for many years um but they you know when they get in the house and they get into that kind of business you know, that seems to me that That's it spills right into totally. the reality TV uh, universe. I agree. You're right. There's a lot of, and you know, there's, it's recently because, like you said, reality is like the biggest selling, the biggest money making, the biggest thing on TV right now. Like people love scripted shows, but the shows that make money are reality shows. But aren't they kind of scripted reality shows? Um, I've never worked like intimately right. on one in the production process. Mm-hmm. I get the sense some are more scripted than others. The idea that, you know, at least the the situations that they're put in are clearly not like 
oh, yeah, let's just go away for a weekend and hang out. Like, most people don't right. have all this bullshit going on in their lives at that moment. Exactly. Like, I was watching a show last night, the show called Hollywood Divas on TV One, which uh-huh. I love. Uh-huh. And it was the finale, and one of the um, women on the show she had a like a vow renewal ceremony and like one of the ladies on the show her friend decided to throw her a surprise reception and like 50 minutes into the episode i was like looking at them all dancing around at this reception and the only people at the reception were the bride the groom her mother and the rest of the cast (laughs) 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 they couldn't even pretend that this wasn't completely like put together for the purposes Uh of the show or Uh hire a couple extras yeah there were six people there (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they just kept tight shots yeah, on everything. Yeah, like, so all the group uh-huh. pictures were literally six people. Right. It was can, so weird. Can we get some PAs in the background Somebody. there? Why is there a guy in cargo shorts with a I headset know. in this wedding shot? And I swear in the background I saw one of the guests, one of the actresses that's also on the show, sitting in the background talking to a man that was obviously a security guard. Like he was very <laughs> obviously like personal security and she wasn't in the scene they were filming but uh-huh. they needed to like fill in the background. So it was just her like on her phone texting and talking to this like huge man that's amazing it's like independent cinema Mm -hmm. it's like on the verge of the worst kind of like dogma films yeah totally you know it's real but no not at all it's not so uh how do you get involved in writing for this kind of thing um uh you honestly every job i've ever gotten has been through a friend or just basically through word of mouth or being in the right place at the right time so when i started working on best week ever i was working at vh1 already And I'd worked there for a number of years and I was producing on the show and I happened to pitch something that ended up getting picked up to be in the show every week. And because I'd pitched it, I sort of got first dibs at writing it, even though I wasn't a writer. And so I sort of proved myself through that, through kind of a backdoor. And then the next season I was like, well, if I'm writing and I'm, you know, I'm stuff I'm writing is getting on the show. I want to submit as a writer and they allowed me that. They were really sweet and like said, okay, you can submit a packet. And they hired me as a writer. All right. How much does the, the people that, uh, that come up with the ideas for the show, that's where, that's where you want to be on this stuff, right? You know, no. Really? Weirdly, no. It depends on your contract. It really does. Because you can sometimes get really screwed if um, you give some, if, like say you're working at a network Every idea that you come up with, depending on the contract that you sign, every idea you can come up with while you're working there belongs to them. So they don't have to pay you for it. They can pay you a little bit. Like they can say, we'll give you a producer credit and you'll get like a thousand dollars a week or you'll get five hundred dollars per episode or whatever. But it's not like you're like, oh, I came up with the best show on television. I'm now a millionaire. Yeah. Which is unfortunate. So so then. Really, if you're going to become get rich quickly that way, it, you have to come up with the idea independently, correct, and, and then sell it, and then sell the idea itself. Yeah, mm-hmm. not be going as a what was your what was your role? So you pitch this idea for whatever it was, and they said, okay, we're going to put you down as a writer, and that's how you started getting your writing chops. Mm-hmm. But what was your role? at VH1 at the time that you were able to pitch this idea? I was a producer. You were a producer. Mm-hmm. Okay. So clearly. You need to, if you're going to go this route, you need to start off becoming a producer. Yeah, so yeah. you need to know station. how to 
get yelled at yeah. uh-huh. pick up sandwiches and yell at other people <laughs> no that's a pa you're thinking about pa is is okay. picking up sandwiches producers have a little more yeah. <laughs> a little more to do <laughs> the production assistants okay. are the uh, are uh-huh. the sandwich picker uppers and getting yelled at to get the talent of coca-cola or something right. like that but a producer actually has a a, a a pain in the ass job to do yeah i won't you know she can elaborate it, on that if it she was wants hard. but um but so clearly so okay so right now the real money is the is the exec producer on something like this pitching it to a network selling the idea so that so okay get rich quick rule number one number one be a networker be a networker <laughs> it's true uh-huh or and be a networker <clears throat> yeah and mm-hmm. a network networking with the network yes mm-hmm. it always works <laughs> That was terrible. That was horrible. I'm so That's sorry. It works, and you can increase your net worth. Whoa! Whoa. Boom. boom! Boom! Blew my That's mind. That's why she's a writer, guys. <laughs> That's right. That worked right there. That Pay absolutely. me. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so, I, uh, as part of my research for today's show, all right, uh, I was thinking about, you know, how is this going to happen? And really, it seems to me that unless you are already a known personality Mm -hmm. say a kim kardashian Mm -hmm. or uh you know whatever the great big network uh reality tv stars are the way you're going to get rich is pitching a reality show it's true or by let making yourself the most obnoxious noticeable person in the world that someone looks at you and thinks i cannot help but make a show around you all right so it's funny because on that note, I was thinking about pitching a show about Noel Denis. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I joke. I joke. Um, but there's couldn't, couldn't genres always w- also work too? I mean, does it does it really? I mean, I guess I was going to say, well, all the real housewives, you know, like, but they're all really the most obnoxious people in the mm-hmm. world. But it is just about it's 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 cult of personality for sure, right? Totally. If you find and it's weird because like I one someone who I really respect and admire um, my old executive producer on the show that I used to work on. She told me that like if someone comes into her office and they are like pitching themselves as a personality, if you can't get a word in edgewise with that person, that person is meant to be on (laughs) television. Like if you Uh cannot get in a single word because this person is just talking then that is the person you want on TV. But sometimes it's those people that are like doing something so weird and specific that people have never heard of. Like um, even like going far, far into the archives of reality TV, like Deadliest Catch. It's like, mm-hmm. that's such an interesting, unique job right. that people want to see it. They're not the most talkative, obnoxious, drink-throwing dudes in the world, but it's just because it's such a unique genre of work that it, it's so compelling. Yeah. How, how long did you work for the uh, the fashion queens? Uh, about a year and a half. Okay. How many seasons did they film in a year and a half? Um. Well, I came in at the end of the second season. Uh-huh. No, at the end of the first season. So they, in the time that the show was on which was for three years or three two and a half years um they did three seasons oh oh, okay i i I was under the impression that a lot of these things do like four seasons a year sometimes for reality (laughs) shows winter spring summer and fall oh for sure like the kardashians they have keeping up with the kardashians they have kim and courtney and kim take or courtney and chloe take the hamptons chloe and courtney take miami Uh kim's wedding and chloe and lamar and 
I am Kate. Not anymore, All Chloe this, and no Lamar. No more Chloe and no Lamar. No more Chloe and Lamar. I'm they sure. Got divorced. Yeah, okay. they did get he divorced. He was on the down low, apparently. No, he was a drug addict. Oh, he was a straight he up drug addict. might also be on the down low. I was, as well. th- that was a lot of the, uh, the, yeah. the gossip. The blogs were talking. Yeah, they were. Sorry, Noel. <laughs> 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 yeah, I really don't know anything about any of this stuff. <laughs> Lamar Odom is a basketball player. Okay. Which he all knows. No sports. No sports. Sports, no. <laughs> um, so they basically have like those guys have cameras following them around all the time all year but that show is completely fabricated no shit I mean it's like it's like honestly watching it's like watching a really bad episode of like I Love Lucy or something like that because it's so formulaic in the plot plots that they create it's so fake I think that might be a good idea for someone to do as as sort of a YouTube thing put up episodes correlating like I Love Lucy's or classic TV shows to Kardashians. That's a great idea. Just to show how completely, you know, how what a load of bullshit it actually is. That is such a great idea. Well, there we go, folks. Oh, no, we don't do anything here. Yeah, no. (laughs) We put out ideas and other people do them and they give us 10% when they get rich. Perfect. Somebody, honestly, whoever does that is going to be so rich either in YouTube views or actual money Uh, and they're going to need to give you 10%. If we get a choice... I would take the money. Yeah. We're not even <laughs> on the listening audience out there. <laughs> don't yeah. give me 8,000 YouTube views. Yeah. I can't use that. You know, or if you do, then definitely make sure that all 8,000 of those people listen to our show. Right. So we can get some ad revenue. Something. Yeah. Ad revenue is nice. You know, my, my cousin had a job for a while where she was helping produce things for YouTube stars. Oh, God. They were all the biggest divas in the they universe. Are. And getting a lot of money. They are. And... Uh, for some reason, also, she said they were almost all Mormon. Yes. No. All the, honestly, the biggest blogs too are all Mormon stay-at-home mothers. They really? Have nothing else They're to do. All they have Mormon um, mommy style blogs. Is that Pioneer Woman a Mormon? Pioneer Woman, I'm pretty sure is a Mormon. There's so many of them, and honestly, some of those people, I promise you, are having kids because they get more ads and more hits when they have a new baby. That's horrifying. I'm not even kidding. Well, but they're having kids because that's what they do. Right. That's it's their sort of, real job. It's sort of like the Venn diagram. It's like uh-huh. being a Mormon being a blogger and then having kids is like right in the middle. Right. That's their real job is having kids and then they figure out how to monetize that. Correct. Which, you know, could be a uh, could be an episode for us. Uh-huh. Yeah. At some point. Yeah. Although we'd have to have Mormons in to teach us about that. <laughs> we gotta meet some Mormons, guys. <laughs> Just Get go out to twenty third street. That's yeah. where the where their headquarters mm-hmm. are here in New York. Where yeah. the, you the know, bunks are. A, a lot of the reading I did when looking up about reality TV was about how they Put subliminal messages <laughs> to a try and sell things and b uh, mind control. What? Mind control is a big one. I, yeah. I I found some stuff on yeah. that as well. Yeah, you know, you know what? Which Honestly, also was used a lot to sell things. But now that I think of it, I'm starting to realize that a lot of the choices I've made in my life have been gentle pushes from reality television. Really? Yeah. Okay, let's hear some examples. Um, Like stuff that I buy or things that I think are back in style or ideas that I think are good ideas okay. that turn out to be maybe not. A- and you write for reality TV, so this is who is the puppet? Who is the I puppet know, master? Like this chicken is and brutal. Egg. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it just goes to show you how completely engulfed you are by it. It just it's it's cellular with you to a certain point. Yeah, right? it colors everything you do, everything you touch, everything you see, and you don't even know it. It's true. They live, Noel. Yeah. They live. Get Rip. some sunglasses, guys. Put them on. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm, I'm is out sure. There. there is no doubt. I mean, Kim Kardashian looks like a reptile. 
She is. She's a yeah, snake person. She is a, absolute. That whole family is a family of snake people. Yeah, I am a pretty doubt. sure they are. Pretty and, sure. And I, I don't think Bruce Jenner was, but he, the surgeries he's had to become Caitlyn, he's looking very reptilian, or she's looking very reptilian as well. Okay. To get you know closer to the money. All I mean, right. Look, it's true. Watch out, Josh. Hate crime. This is not a hate crime. <laughs> I am not. The, the question. It has nothing to do with her transgender. It has more to do with her trans uh, special. Okay situation that she's going on everyone in that family has really just leaned quite into not looking completely human yeah Mm -hmm. i i do know enough about the kardashians to agree with that so uh, it as part of my research along these lines uh there was a uh uh, i don't know if you've heard of a uh former reality tv star and i think it's interesting because she broke away from the fold and is sort of coming came out with the truth as it were, and she was almost killed because of it. Uh, there's a, a woman by the name of Tila Tequila mm. who okay. uh, uh, did a lot of nudity and became famous for doing a lot of nudity and then eventually ended up uh, with a couple of reality TV shows, uh, one of which was uh, uh, a dating show on MTV, I believe, where because uh, she was bisexual, okay. so it was a, a truly groundbreaking in that sense because there was nothing like that on television where it was like The Bachelor or Bachelorette, but she had a group of women and a group of men vying to be her love at the end of the uh, at the end of the episode, and then she you know started to break away from reality TV and 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 uh, uh, started putting out a lot of tweets. Uh, mm-hmm. taking down the uh, Illuminati and New World Order Okay, uh, that was Hollywood. And not long after she started these tweets, uh, she had a brain aneurysm. Oh, really? Yep. Right after she put up a big video, which has been taken down, by the way, from her Facebook post, site has disappeared. Her her website, which she used to have lots of photos, she apparently had uh, converted to Judaism for her her man uh, at the time, and then put out a video on her website where she was dressed as Hitler, <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, uh, was railing. It's a very against, stable woman. Yeah, you say stable. I say knowledgeable. Yeah. <laughs> I say uh, dangerous to a certain segment of society, not including herself. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, she had an aneurysm, which was then said that it was an attempted suicide. Oh, really? Yeah. How do you attempt suicide by, by aneurysm? having an aneurysm? Well, I think I think this <laughs> is like you know suicide by heart attack exactly (laughs) well i think this is the problem here this is where you start to it becomes very questionable you know you know the illuminati is a big organization and uh they uh, sometimes get their uh, signals crossed yeah you know and a lot of times when you get this aneurysm slash suicide thing that's always a big click on the box that there's something else going on okay but lauren so far in your reality tv career you've never been asked to put in subliminal mind control messages <laughs> into shows or had to 
be involved in any kind of blood rite or anything like that? I, you know, honestly, I'm going to be really honest. Yeah. I cannot say for sure because I don't know if I've ever been subliminally asked to put in <laughs> subliminal messages. <laughs> Do you know what right. I'm saying? Maybe so, they would have suggested another reality exactly. show. Exactly. So I can't be sure. Uh, I just want to say, Noel, do you think that if she uh, was part of that conspiracy that she would be uh, able to talk to us about it? Probably not. Yeah. yeah Probably not. You don't want to sign an NDA with the <laughs> Illuminati. You, you got really? The, yeah. Huh. That's <laughs> uh, impressive. Yeah. You get paid well by them? You know, honestly, they don't pay to scale. <laughs> Sons of bitches. Yeah. They keep all that money for themselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and you got uh, you have a very big day coming up very soon? Yeah, my wedding. Yeah, boom. Congratulations. By the time this airs, you will be a married woman. I will be a married hag. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> married hag. Yeah. Uh, possibly on your honeymoon, I would imagine. I'm if not you going, going on a honeymoon until like February or uh, December. That's right. becoming a very, uh, that's the common thing now. What, mm-hmm. don't go on a honeymoon right away? Yeah. Sure. I know lots Weddings of people who are doing it. They do. They do. Are you getting married in New York? I'm getting married in a very small town called Washington, Connecticut. Hmm. It's like an hour and a half away from the city. Do you have family there? Or just My just fiance's dad lives there, and she is from here, but she grew up partially there. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, it's really beautiful. It's the place that like inspired Gilmore Girls, apparently. <laughs> Uh, that means nothing. To <laughs> <me>. <laughs> I know me either, but I used to I used to watch the show while I was napping. Was it a reality TV show? No, it was a it was a scripted show. <laughs> then we can't talk. about Yeah, that's it. true. Uh, <laughs> it was about the realities of life. Oh, that's heavy. You're really mm-hmm. good at synopsizing. Thank you. Yeah. You uh you could pitch <laughs> programs to people. Um. So uh I again in my research I found a reality show that uh was kind of mind-boggling to me. Not long after uh, O.J. Simpson, uh, well, a little while after, uh, but I'm saying this was probably about 10 years ago or so, uh, had fallen out of, shall we say, public favor. Mm -hmm. He put together a prank show called Juiced. Okay. Where O.J. Simpson goes around to various areas and places As O.J. Simpson, pretty much. Maybe once in a while they'll put a beard on him where everyone goes, are you O.J. Simpson? That looks like O.J. Simpson. Then they put him in these horrible situations. uh, And then the big tagline is, I'm O.J. Simpson and you've been juiced. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You can find this on YouTube. If you look it up, the entire 58-minute DVD, besides it being on his website for sale. But it's it. I'm sorry. It it's still. I, I watched it in its entirety a couple nights ago and have been processing it ever since because it's so horrifying. There's several uh, interstitials where he has homeless people just going, "You've been juiced," <laughs> you know, and they clearly were working for a beer. Yeah. Um, and then also interstitials at the end of it. He there's a rap video, um, where there are lots of naked strippers. Um, him dressed as Elvis, as Black Elvis, and then a midget Elvis, um, uh, and then they. But there are also interstitials of this in between the uh, little scenes of people being juiced, and you know, there's lots of them. But the one that stuck out the most to me, that I thought was kind of the most horrific, was he was O.J. Simpson, no outfit, but he didn't say selling used cars in Las Vegas. And w- the car he was selling was a white Bronco. Stop it. With a bullet hole in it. No. And that he had signed. <laughs> <clears throat> and he would say things like, 
I can guarantee this car's got great escapability. <gasps> wow. Yeah. Brutal. And and where did this come out? And it did not actually come no, out. No, no, no. But, but what what time period was it again? This uh, was post trial, correct? Post trial. Yeah, wow. he was free and clear. I don't know if it was before or after his most recent jail stint. He's I not in jail he anymore. Is, oh, he, he is. is okay. So it was pre the most recent jail stint, um, or the current jail stint. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I believe uh, Dan Harmon, the guy who did Community, okay, uh, is actually on the show. What? Uh, uh, this was, you know, because this was before he had any sort of notoriety. Um, and they periodically have him come out with these big white boy dreads, um, <clears throat> come out and sort of try to just uh, ad lib uh-huh. with with Juice, and it's really kind of terrifying because OJ gets really like angry and upset and it's genuine anger at times where he says things like I've been blamed don't blame me for that I've been blamed for enough shit in my life it's it's incredible but it's really not funny it's like a role in the it's like it's it's shocking in its own way but I was thinking the way that that and I'm going to pitch you right now the okay. point of this okay. is the okay. first pitch so I was thinking the way this could have maybe been a better thing right cuz at the everyone knows it's him they're like you pick him up saying, like, that's O.J. Simpson. Is that O.J. Simpson? That's weird. And he's like, I'm O.J. Simpson. You've been juiced. It's like, okay, so you're O.J. Simpson. I thought the way you could really juice someone with O.J. Simpson is you put them in a situation where <clears throat> there's a friction. There's a confrontation between O.J. and someone else. Right? That the person doesn't know what about, but it gets heated. You, wanna, you want O.J. to get really angry and get heated. And then, as the person's walking away, O.J. puts on his gloves and follows the person for a while. If the guy gets in a car and drives away, O.J. gets in his car and follows the person to their door. And that person will be genuinely terrified. Yeah. And then, when it gets really like the guy's free, I'm calling 911, I'm calling the police, you've been juiced. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It really seems on brand. Right, right. Okay. It's, it's really on brand, so I get a check for that, for sure. I mean, it may run its course very quickly. Because although I, once the word gets <clears throat> out, people obviously know that. If, well, the thing is, O.J. Simpson is kind of a criminal. Not kind of, he is. Kind of, he's a straight-up so murderer. You, yeah. Even if you are like, oh, well, I know he does this thing on the show where he like follows people and like he doesn't actually kill them. You're but he never liked to, really you're sure. Never sure. Right. Yeah, you're never he, really sure. I mean, uh, I could go three you, seasons. You you think three seasons? Yeah. I was going to be happy with one. <laughs> the fact that you're giving me three seasons of that. Okay, folks. So take that idea, run with it. You can do variations on that theme. Ten percent. Yeah. We're like we're like agents in this particular mm-hmm. episode. Okay. Yeah. So uh, should I get my first pitch? Pitch, then, baby. Yeah. Pitch. All right. Here's a pitch for you. Uh, first, okay. <laughs> Let me ask you a question first. You already said that when they're looking for people, they want crazy people. That don't shut up. What's like on the business end something else that they want? They want to know exactly how much you think it's going to take to make the show. And by how much, I mean how little. Okay. They want to know how little they have to spend to get a fully executed thing. Okay. And they also want to know, honest to goodness, how many Twitter followers the people on the show right. have. All yeah. right. Then I, okay, so I have the perfect perfect idea <laughs> and you can take any of the setups from reality type shows from before like you could take one of these like 
chop type shows or you could take the fashion com- competition shows or you could take survivor idea or any any of these ideas it doesn't matter and all the contestants you could put the bachelorette all the contestants are ex-professional wrestlers and so they do the thing and they just beat the crap out of each other every once in a while just massive fights will break out. Is it so? Th- Do these the are thing fights, and then fight. Yeah. So the <laughs> fights are not like on the mat in the ring. Like no. this is just like you just want. Yeah. So that when things the, escalate to physical altercations, it's explosive. Yeah. You got to make a dress out of duct tape. You took all the silver <laughs> duct tape. Mm-hmm. Boom. Headlock. Right. There's no arguments. It goes direct to violence. Yeah. yeah. It's Which, like I mean, isn't that the most popular part of most reality television totally. anyway? The most thrilling moments are when people are like. Oh my God! I'm so sorry to hear that your father is in a coma, bitch. And then like yeah. immediate like <laughs> fisticuffs. I yeah. mean, I have to say, my favorite reality show of all time is The Bad Girls Club. It's incredible. Thank you. It's also incredible because of the amazing editing and sound and special effects all that right. they put this in the show. I haven't even you. noticed the special effects. What they do, but... so like say like the villain of the the half hour because there's like a new villain every scene but mm-hmm. the villain like say the girl like walks into the room like you'll see the, the they'll make it so that like the room shakes or whatever and it'll it's, be like boo, boo, boo. talk about mind control that's total subtle it's kind totally of stuff. subtle yeah, i yeah. mean it's it's pretty heavy-handed in some places <clears throat> right. but so they'll or they'll like do freeze frames and like almost like comic book you know like boom kabow or okay. whatever yeah. so so anyway my idea uh-huh mm-hmm. how you thinking i like it yeah they would work for nothing. That's true. You you ever see any documentaries about ex wrestlers? They they're are all desperate. they're all down and out. They're, they'll do it for all you have to do is and booze. <laughs> exactly, and like some free weights. Yeah. Uh-huh. that's all they need. And they probably all have like six hundred thousand Twitter followers. Uh huh. And several children. Yeah. Yes. So you got, you got fed. all the extensions there as well, like the kids wrestlers, the children's wrestling. You got there, and their fights will be real. Yeah, mm-hmm. because they're not actually wrestlers; they're just crazy because they had no parents growing up. Yeah, you know the Iron Sheik is actually one of the biggest <clears throat> followed people on Twitter. I did not. I know believe that. it. He just he just all he does is constant tweets about like, "Hey, fuck your ass!" <laughs> and like, <laughs> <laughs> really, he does it as a Chinese person. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. That was clearly Iranian. Uh, yeah. Was he ra- actually Iranian? Yes. He was. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I remember that was my era. We shared the same era of professional wrestling, when, or at least when I paid attention to it. Um, and Iron Sheik was one of the great heels of all time. Yeah. He was actually a big, legitimate wrestler in Iran. Oh, was he really? Oh, really? Yeah. So he was Iranian from Iran. He, that whole voice Iranian thing wasn't from Iran. What I say, Iranian, Iranian from Iran. He's yeah. Iranian from Iran? He's Iranian from Iran. <laughs> um, he, this, that whole voice thing wasn't a put on. No, he's he's from Iran. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. That's good to know. There's I a good documentary about him. He's down and out. He would work for nothing. <laughs> is he down and out? They're yeah. all down and out. Call him. Jake the Snake uh, is way down and what's out. What's that one called? Above the Mat? Did you see that? Beyond no, the Mat. I think it's it. called Beyond the Mat. Beyond the it's Mat. It's great. It's great. Even if you're not into wrestling, it's you see how, how these guys have kind of fallen. Yeah. The movie The Wrestler <clears> is <throat> clearly based on this interview with Jake the Snake. That is... Really sad that it's a copyright infringement, kind of. What do you mean? Like that someone saw the interview and was like, "I'm gonna write a movie about it, and make a lot of money." Well, it's not a hundred. It's not. Yeah. It's not. If if you watch it, you can see correlations between. Okay. The, it's more correlations of the character to that 
then it is that he is Jake he the is Snake. Jake the he's snake. Not, okay, okay. Not, I mean, he's definitely not. Because Jake needs some cash if that's the case. Yeah. Jake has apparently got his act together. Diamond Dallas Page has started this whole yoga thing, and he brought Jake the Snake in, and he's helped him clean up his act. All right, so he wouldn't be an insurance <clears throat> risk on a set anymore? Right. That's another thing, yeah, <laughs> right. the insurance. You, you, that's always an issue. But, you know, obviously, but, you know, it's a fine line of the hot mess to, but still be able to get them insurance, huh? Right. Like, you don't, you want someone who is not on paper mentally ill, Mm -hmm. but you want someone that has no boundaries and is presenting with all the same symptoms Uh as someone someone who who will be on paper in the future. (laughs) Someone who is mentally ill, but never been to a doctor and diagnosed. Yeah. Um, is it about that time? I think it's We're, about that time. Okay, so every week, we just toss out so many ideas for you to cash in, get rich, you know, pad the pockets, get a new home. But we also put a little nugget in there in case you just have a few minutes to listen of its own way to become in, in, insanely wealthy. Yeah, and so we call it the uh, Get Rich Quick. Tip of the week brought the to week. you by Radio Free Brooklyn. And uh, today's tip actually has to do with the lottery. Okay. All right. Here we go. Tip of the week. Officially deemed a mega millionaire, the marital lottery validated Bunky Bartlett's winning ticket today. He went to lottery headquarters and opted for a cash payout of more than $32.6 million after taxes. Bunky says something out of this world made him play the lottery. My deal with the universe was that I would, if I won the lottery, I would basically devote my life to teaching, and that's what I'm going to do. Bunky says he'll give up accounting and teach the religion Wicca and Reiki. So there you go. To win the lottery, which is, as we have said on many occasions in the actual lottery episode, the surest way to get rich quickly with no work whatsoever, make a deal with the universe, Mm -hmm. um, particularly teaching a pagan religion of some sort, important that uh-huh. it's pagan uh-huh and some sort of energy healing and you will win uh at least 86 million dollars yeah and kids don't try to trade human lives to slender man for this <laughs> it's <laughs> not worth it it doesn't turn out well <laughs> well it can i mean I, i'm sorry i don't want to promote anything <laughs> that might get anyone hurt um but yeah so that's our tip of the week bunky bartlett gave up his accounting to teach wicca and Reiki. Yeah, and won the lottery. Yeah, and he did it. And that's all it takes. And that's pretty quick. Would oh, you agree? Winning the lottery? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's as quick as it gets. It's, yeah, it's instant. Instantaneous. <laughs> After all the paperwork. It's not even that much. You that's just true. You show up with the ticket, and they cut you a check. That's and then true. after that, it's entirely up to you. Um, it's it's uh, Yeah, there's no... There's the paperwork's done kind of... It's ready, waiting for oh, you. Good. Um, <clears throat> so I have... Another pitch. <laughs> Hit me. <laughs> and this is one <clears throat> that I've actually thought of for a long time. Uh, I always thought it would be interesting to do a uh, reality version. There's a segment of the population that we don't see really represented on, on uh, television at all. And uh, that is the older generation. I agree. Geriatrics, mm-hmm. some might call them. I don't think that's a term that's used much anymore. But... And we all know the popularity of the Golden Girls. So I thought, what if you brought four, maybe five, disparate 
older women together from different walks of life, put them all together in a house, like the real world, but for old people. And, you know, one of the beauties of the current generation of people in their, of, of septuagenarian, shall we say, is they were all in their prime in the 60s and 70s. So there's a lot of crazies. I mean, I look at my mom and her friends. I mean, you know, I know a bunch of 77-year-olds that are getting stoned all the time, that have traveled the world from, you know, very young ages, that were in incredibly insane circumstances. I feel like this could fit, hit a really large demographic that aren't just old people. You know, I mean, the Golden Girls' biggest fan club currently in reruns is gay men, a hundred percent. Like you go to Christopher Street on Halloween, and it's line up and down with people dressed as B. Arthur or you know, pick your favorite one. So that's my pitch. That's my favorite pitch so far. Booyah, booyah! <laughs> like in life, or just Close in, in to this it. in this for past sure, forty minutes? <laughs> for sure, in the past forty minutes. Yeah. In life, it's up there. So Thank it's like you. it's like Grey Gardens, the reality show. Now, my mm-hmm. question to you is: is so say you are dealing with these women because my issue with shows that I've seen like like people have tried to sort of make this thing work. And oh, they have. They've tried to make it like. <clears throat> old people on spring break almost no, which no, is like no, no, too no, no. it's it's a little too much my question to you is so in this version of the show is is this going to skip over some of the sad stuff or is it going to no, incorporate it? it's got to incorporate everything because okay, i'm into that it's not real even if it's scripted reality it's not real if there's not like stuff that people are crying about right and i mean look if they're septuagenarians they got friends dying left and oh right oh my gosh people I over mean, 70 love talking about who uh-huh. has recently died right mm-hmm. and they you know uh, they you know and you can hit political buttons cuz all they talk about is what their insurance covers yep you know things of that nature i mean you you know i think it's rife I think you don't like the idea of putting them in such an incredibly false situation. Like, let's put a bunch of 75 year olds with a bunch of kids. That's bullshit. Right. You know, that whole generational mixing thing. No one buys that horse shit. Yeah. Right. I'm talking about putting them in there. Right. Certainly creating some heightened situations, totally. but nothing that someone's going to keel over and die from. Uh, uh, you know, obviously, it's all about the casting. You know, you yeah. have the one who thinks she's a great driver but can't drive, and then the one that's a total control freak, and send them to the supermarket together. Yeah, that's thirty minutes of hilarity that will be nonstop. Yeah, and you have to have one like bad girl who will skip her dialysis appointment because she's got a hot <laughs> date or something like that. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think it's I think it's wide open. So uh, so far, I'm leading. No, yes. all right. Um, and I may even call myself the winner now, but. <laughs> You know, we can talk about that later. Mm-hmm. There's still time. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So yeah, what what would you eventually like to do with all your reality experience, or as you termed it, what would you call the shows? Comedy, comedy variety, okay. commentary shows. All right. Um, you know, it's hard to say. I my I have a lot of goals and dreams mm-hmm. that I write down in all my right. dream journal. Um, I uh, but. I, in the short term, mm-hmm. like I, because I just want to do something with all the reality television that I watch. Like, there's just so much in my brain. I've watched the most obscure corners of 
reality television and I hold on to depending on my interest many or few details that like just don't ever leave me and I want to do something that capitalizes on that and makes it not in vain so whether it's like you know (laughs) being a a commentator of some kind Uh like when they need someone to be an expert Mm -hmm. on x y and z show um because I do consider myself like a scholar of television in a lot of ways and so i would love something where i could just kind of like regurgitate some of that information mm-hmm. out well there's always this thing called podcast that's true um that's always a surefire way to become considered an expert in anything yeah just as a note so you were working on these shows mm-hmm. what are you doing now with your many reality tv talents now i am planning my wedding so that's like my full-time job but Mm -hmm. i do have uh gigs lined up for october Mm -hmm. and what i do is like i'll i'll do like a couple more reality tv show reunions Mm -hmm. which are really fun to do because part of the job requires you to watch all 20 episodes Uh of the season at once which is like so fun at first you're like it's it sort of it's like almost like having a meal that's how I describe it like where you're like really hungry so like the first bite you're like oh my god this is so good I could eat this forever and then sort of halfway through like I'm pretty full I wish I could kind of stop and walk away from this Uh but I'm at a restaurant and we have plans after this so I kind of have to finish up Mm -hmm. and so it's kind of like a little bit of a drag and then dessert comes and you're like pumped about it again that's sort of the same cycle that you go through if you watch like cover to cover of a season of a reality show um can can you tell us what reality shows it is that you do these for? So we can um, I actually the one that I'm doing, I don't know what it is uh-huh. exactly yet, but I will say that I've done some for Bravo and VH1. All right, oh, okay. So you get like Housewives and flipping out. I haven't done Housewives. You haven't done yeah, any, any of the Housewives. I don't think I've I feel done like Housewives. That's eighty percent of the yeah. reality shows on VH1. Um, it, it, so. It, the average person that's on a reality show mm-hmm. and not like someone who becomes a reality star or something like that, I always assume they're getting almost nothing. I'm not sure that's true. Really? I Here's the thing. I don't know how much they're getting paid like by the people that are like paying them to be on the show, but once you're on a reality show and you like your Instagram account starts popping off, mm-hmm. you get appearance fees on top of appearance right. fees to like host a party in Toronto at a club and be there for two hours in VIP drink bottle service and you get paid like $10,000. So if you manage yourself correctly, even the most base level reality star can make a living. But it's all the money you're making off of things, off of ancillary stuff. Correct. It's not, you're not actually, although I'm not, I can't speak. I'm not sure. I would imagine though that on the, the ones that sort of build up and become more popular, like the Real Housewives ones, for instance, where you have these people like a Nene Leakes, for instance, mm-hmm. who is on everything now. Yeah, she was on Broadway. <clears throat> but it's entirely about how you manage yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Noel, Noel just I shook know. his head no, sadly. He got very red and just shook his head in disbelief <laughs> yeah. that... Uh, that, that just really let the wind out of his sail. Yeah, sales. it really did. <laughs> He's struggling and working hard and doing it all the right way. He just needs a reality show about him <laughs> that people can follow. Yeah. Do you remember that guy... That balloon boy. Do you guys yes. remember balloon boy? Yes. And it ends up that they were mm-hmm. trying to get on a reality yep. show. Yep. Those people are scum. What do you mean? They're awful. In what way? Be- the parents. Well, they're they're <laughs> because they duped the nation at large with it, or because they were trying to get on a reality show. Yeah. Both. They didn't really put their kid in. There was no boy. There was in no there. boy in there. I yeah. know. It's just <clears throat> like 
what was the family meeting like between the two parents that, <laughs> that was like, this is what we're going to do? Yeah. That is, I question the sanity and um, brain capacity of two adult human beings mm. who came up with that idea. My recollection uh, about that couple was that they probably were completely simpatico from the word go. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like, probably. there was no discussion. No, yeah. it was just yeah, like, it we're was doing like, it. I have this weather balloon. Are you thinking what yeah. I'm thinking? <laughs> and that's it. No more discussion at all. And you pick up the phone. I'll bring it over here. Yeah. And that was it. A hundred percent. I mean, they're just awful, terrible people. Uh, I see. I just find them stupid. I mean, I guess, you know, you could go with the awful, terrible because they, they used up so much. To me, the worst part about it was the uh, uh, use of of uh, public help. You know what I mean? Fire department, police officers, right. that whole thing. As far as fucking sucking up airtime on no, major totally. news networks. No, Go for it. Wah-ah, wah-ah. Yeah. They could, you know... The more you can fucking fool CNN, Fox, and every major news network, I say more power to you. I agree. Yeah. I agree. It's more the use of public resources. And like, it's just like, don't make us think that a child is in danger. Right. That to yeah. me, it's like, why not say it was like the wife or uh-huh. something? Right. Like something. Well, because it, no just one the would physics. Care as exactly. Much. Yeah. You know what I mean? Who would but care it's like, about his and wife as, as, as the much kid, as how must you feel then that your parents so willingly used you as a plot device <laughs> and like basically their reality TV pitch to the world? Um, loved. Yeah, I guess. yeah. Maybe he feels loved. <laughs> they want to make me famous, <laughs> right? Yeah. At, when that happened at my work, every single person stopped working <laughs> and was just like staring at this video on their computer and everyone's just like, <gasps> like it was very it scary like it's yeah. over yeah. and everyone uh-huh. like freak out and oh oh my gosh those people are idiots same with the duggars i hate them so much and i'm proud to say that i've hated them since before any of the josh now, duggar okay. stuff did yeah. you did you watch that show as i pu- did not i <clears throat> i've seen some episodes right. i was never i was a big john and k plus eight fan i watched uh-huh. a lot of that i uh-huh. did not watch 17 16 19 kids and counting depending on Uh what season it is um but i have seen like i think maybe one or two days like there was a marathon on and i watched all of them like i can name a lot of the kids unfortunately well they all have a j name you can just cycle yeah jessa ginger joyanna oh god all those josh ginger with a j ginger with a j that's such a i mean i know they're not mormons but that's a real mormon they're part of the quiverful movement yeah uh, what does that mean it means that your quiver of arrows slash children is to be full oh okay is the quiverful movement the same group that uh uh, and now I suddenly can't remember her name. The woman who was passing is black, claiming to be black. Rachel Dolezal. Yeah, was no. she in the? That was a different religious sect. I didn't know that she had any kind of religious oh, funny business, but maybe oh, I was just yeah. so focused. Her on... background was crazy. Ew. I could actually see, just after having heard what her life was like growing up, why she sort of had this. <laughs> she sort was of like white weird... people. Ah! <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, the the one of the things of of the religious sect that her family was a part of. I mean, they were all homeschooled. It was her. She had one uh, uh, brother uh, by birth, one one actual blood brother who was white, and then they had four African brothers. And one of the uh, rules in this sect, shall we call it, was that uh, corporal punishment is promoted. And not only is it promoted, but it needs to be done by sibling to sibling. Oh, wow. That's weird. So her oldest brother, who was the white brother, used to beat the shit out of her. Like with a switch, with the whole thing. And all of the other black siblings, too. 
Oh, this is part of the thing. And the minute I heard that, I said, well, of course. I get it. Okay, you so know what I've, I mean? I, I've got a pitch then for something. Okay. Sure. Oh, oh, oh. On a better note. Uh oh, uh oh. Is, <laughs> is, is this coming off the top of the dome here? Or is this a. Is this... No, no, I, okay. something I, I okay. had. Okay, okay. Right. okay. That d- doesn't have to do with beating your, your brothers and sisters. <laughs> uh, Why not? And, and, and this one is actually one that will take TV. more than 10% on. We'll probably take 15% on because we'll need a commission. Okay. Because uh, you basically have like rich guy for the poor eye. <laughs> and you'd have like dudes and like monocles and uh-huh. stuff like that. And we would, each episode of it would be take our get rich quick schemes from different episodes. So you could have, for instance, a rich guy walking a poor guy down to a psychic mm-hmm. to pay her money to give him winning lotto numbers. Uh, and things like that. Uh huh. What? What's the title again? Uh, rich, rich eye for the poor guy. <laughs> to me, <laughs> so that funny. is the best title ever. Well, it's just a complete ripoff. <laughs> but you realize that you're gonna then have to pay part of that commission that you're getting to the creators of Queer Eye for the Straight we'll Guy, and a there's a, a British version of Queer Eye for the Straight Guy that the American version is already paying oh, really? to. So it's gonna be a long chain of royalties. Yeah, a okay. British version of Queer Eye for the Straight Guy is called Hey, I'm British. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, that's so just we we just got to shake the is. name up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. but I, I really like it. Yeah. So we're about at that point here. We're Josh. at that point. Should we explain to Lauren what our uh, what how we end our show? Yes. So Please. every week we take our, our schemes that we've had of getting rich quick, and we will compare them up <laughs> to uh, lists of rules of getting rich quick that we've found on the internet and score our ideas. Awesome. So uh, brought to you by Radio Free Brooklyn, what is our list this week, Josh? Today's list is uh, the golden rules for making money. Uh, this list was written in 1880. So let's see how the most modern day of money-making things, television, stands up to the rules of making money well before there was any such thing as television. So here we go. Number one, whatever you do, do it with all your might. I think reality TV certainly fits into that. Especially the pitch that you had about the wrestlers. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? Ooh. Very nice. Yeah. Okay. And, and those old ladies might not want to do things with all their might. <laughs> that's but true. They might not be able to. <laughs> well, all their might is, you know, yeah, it's all relative. relative. Yeah, that's true. It's not a lot. All their so, might, so might be cool I'll give you that. I was going to, I was going to, I was going to, uh, until the wrestling part was brought up, I was going to maybe disagree with you on that, but I, I will give you that. Okay. Um, uh, select the right location. Well, I think with any television. Yeah, location, location, location. location. Totally. Well, that's business. But yeah, I mean, (laughs) television too. Uh, So we're two for two. Um, Let hope predominate, but be not too visionary. If there's anything that is not visionary at all. It's reality TV. It's reality <laughs> television. But if there's anything that is the most hopeless thing you've ever seen, (laughs) it's reality TV. But it's also hopeful. Because you're you're you know yeah. you're taking something and you're hoping that it's going to become the next big That's thing. That's true. Yeah. There is a hope there. Um, yeah, they didn't send that bubble b- balloon boy up. <laughs> yeah. without hope. <laughs> there was a lot <laughs> there of was hope. A lot of hope there. there was Some a lot would of say hope. too much. Yeah. Um, Some would. Like the law. Right. 
Don't endorse without security. Well, I think uh, we know security is involved in the wedding mm-hmm. scene. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, that one may be a little questionable. I think it depends on how you uh, decide to interpret it. I agree. I think <laughs> it's very open to interpretation. Yeah. Security. I mean, your stars will need security. Your set will need security. I can't imagine <coughs> that there aren't people who try to get on these sets whenever they hear something's filming. in. Well, the, uh, and, and as we discussed in this earlier show at the wedding reception, the, the, right. the, the, the star that was brought on was in the background talking, talking to, to her secu- security. Yeah. Um, uh, so uh, we'll we'll give that a half. Yeah, we'll yes. give how about we half. give that a half? So we're at three and a half right now. We're at three mm-hmm. and a half. We All got right. time for one more. One more or two yeah, more? One Let's more. go one more. All right, and finally, preserve your integrity. <laughs> <laughs> so and I the think the wheels just fell off. We're yeah. three and a half out of five. Yeah, yeah. that's a win. That's you a can win. get rich quick with reality TV. Uh, I personally. And I think Forno would like to thank Lauren for coming on yeah. and being a fabulous guest thank today. You for Thanks a lot. Me. Um like to wish you a happy wedding. <laughs> thank happy you so wedding. Much. listening to this under wedded ears. I That's right. I'm so excited. We're excited for you. Thank you. You're going off to uh, learn your wedding dance after this, I aren't know, you? Oh, yeah. It's very exciting. Yeah. Not for me. We could extend this another hour if you want. That's yeah. true. <laughs> to you. Um, so for uh, Josh and Noel um, and everyone here at Get Rich Quick, don't forget to reach out to us because we still haven't really heard from you guys. Uh, you can reach out to us on our uh, uh, email address, which is Get Rich Quick with Josh and Noel. You can Twitter us at at uh, GRQ Josh Knoll. You can f- uh, like our Facebook page, which is uh, Facebook slash GRQ Josh Knoll. And as always, uh, Herschel underscore the underscore Doxador on yeah. Instagram for, as Lauren will attest, the cutest dog on the he face. He really is uh, so cute. Thank you very much. Yeah. And uh, thanks for listening, guys. And we will uh, talk to you again in another week. All right. Radar Free Brooklyn. Don't spend all that knowledge in one place. <laughs> <laughs>